0: Welcome to Behind the Twenties, season two, a podcast where we talk about life challenges you go through in your twenties. I'm Sonia, I'm 25 years old,
1: and I'm a neuropsychologist. And I'm Mel. i I'm 26 years old, and I just found work in a new country, so please grab a drink and join us for today's conversation.
0: Three, two, one. Hello everyone and welcome back to season 2 of Behind the Twenties podcast. Today we are going to tackle a subject that we previously mentioned here and there in other episodes. So this episode will be titled something along the lines of finance and budgeting. Mm -hmm. But something special is happening here in this episode. Can you hear
1: it? Maybe you can, maybe you can't.
0: We're actually recording this episode together in person. No Zoom call, no bad Wi-Fi connections and potential delays in conversations. No, no. (laughs) We're together in the same room. Yay! (laughs) Great. So this is why I wanted to make this episode a little bit more hands-on. If you have listened to previous episodes, you will know that while Mael takes budgeting very seriously, me, on the other hand, not so much
1: yet. Mm -hmm. This is why I think today will be just us talking about budgeting in general, seeing what I do, seeing so- what Sonia does, mm-hmm. and giving each other tips and advice and advice because I
0: need it like I really need to just sit down you know and go through my finances and really come up with a good plan and
1: yeah, perfect. then we should do that, yeah, now,
0: great <laughs> I need to drink my coffee. And that's my drink of today. What's your drink?
1: motivation. I have tea. I have good morning tea because it's the morning right now. So, yeah. Coffee also belongs to the morning. True. So. Mm. So I think you should, we should start with a clean slate and you should maybe just tell me, tell us what Mm -hmm. uh, and how you see budgeting, what you're doing now, what you would like to do, what's the aim, what's the goal. Yeah. Give us, yeah, your baseline.
0: I'll, I'll give you my baseline. So I've always tried to budget. I always started with a plan and I would make budgets in a way to say that, okay, I will spend this amount of money per month on food and groceries and this amount of money, let's say, just for snacks and coffee and the rest. I mean, as a student, you, what do you spend money on? Food, groceries, rent? Going out, yeah. Trying to save money, but you, it's kind of difficult. So last year I actually had made a plan to save money. Uh, so I set up like automatic transfers, standing orders to my savings account, because I had a very specific goal in mind, because I wanted to buy myself a very nice couch, um,
1: the to, one we're currently sitting on. Exactly.
0: <laughs> And that you slept on. And that I slept on. Very comfortable.
1: Very good couch.
0: See. So I had a very specific goal in mind. And I knew, okay, I will need this amount of money by then. And then, I mean, I made this way in advance, so I had ample enough of time to do this. So I saved up money by doing these standing orders. But once I fulfilled this goal, obviously I stopped the standing order. Because I also was not really getting an income during my internship. So I could not really set aside a lot of money during my internship. Um, so I have not picked up this habit yet of putting money aside. And now I've started working. So I really need to sit down and go through my
1: finances <laughs> and really budget everything. And But okay, but my question is now with regards to your daily spending, which can be, I don't know, like food and the things you... Yeah, mostly spend your your money on. Do you have a budget? Do you track it in any way? Or do you just... No, I don't track it. You don't do anything, basically?
0: No, right now I really don't do anything. Okay. But I I know that I spend around the same money on groceries every week.
1: Yeah, Yeah, because you know that because you go to the grocery store and it's... But it's not... Like, I
0: try to not go too crazy because I don't want to waste food. But uh, obviously, sometimes it's a bit more because I need to buy cleaning products, or I need some more products that are a bit more expensive. Um, depends on the week. But yeah, right now I really don't have any budget.
1: Mm. Well, that's okay. We can uh, walk through the steps now and kind of see what yeah what like the thing with budgeting. I think is you need to find a solution that really works for you. So you need to go through different systems and try them out to see okay this does not work yeah. at all for me while it might really work for me but then something else might be completely your thing and would not work for me for example
0: because i remember i really set uh like a budget and i wanted to track uh, the amount of money i spent on excel i started i did it for a month or two and then I just put it aside <laughs> and <laughs> never filled it out anymore. <laughs> okay. Because you know, as time passes and then if it's the longer you haven't done it, it's like you need yeah. to go through all those numbers and then it's just like,
1: Oh, I don't want to be confronted with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so No, that makes sense. But I mean it's great because what you mentioned um, already is something that really is technically budgeting is to have a goal in mind how can you put money aside if you don't have a specific goal i mean i do it and the goal might be very broad but you kind of need to sit down and be like okay what is the purpose of my budgeting why why do i want to budget what's the reasoning behind it because if it's just i'm budgeting because everybody's budgeting and i have no idea what yeah otherwise
0: you will have money like let's say, in your savings account, but you don't really know what it's for. Exactly. And then once you... You might suddenly get tempted to use it for, I don't know, what reason, but you didn't even have a purpose to begin with, so it might feel weird to actually use the money that you have
1: saved up. Yeah. So, but I think, like, budgeting in general is having... It's part of having a good financial health. So, most... Of people who don't do it don't do it because they see it as restrictive and they yeah they don't they, they don't see the purpose of it as i mentioned mm-hmm. but i think it just helps you achieve goals and also achieve like helps you achieve a secure net for when uncertainty comes so for example now energy bills yes. are increasing and everybody is panicking But if you actually have some kind of fund that is made for emergencies, well, you know, you'll be okay. Yeah. You're like, okay, maybe it's going to be hella expensive, but at least I know that I can use this fund that I created for that purpose. Emergencies. Yes. But okay, but if we, since we mentioned uh, financial, like, healthiness. What does it actually mean to be financially healthy, though? Well, what, is, what what do you think with what we mentioned now?
0: You don't know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I could come up with a definition. It's just like, okay, that you're an adult and you, yeah. have, <laughs> and you have money set aside for an emergency fund and that you don't live, like, below your means. Above your means. I, I mean, <laughs> above your means, yes. That you do live below... That you live below your means... And you don't spend more money than necessary. Below your means. I don't know what it is, but it's like okay. Let's say you get this amount of money per month. You should not spend all of it. Mm-hmm. And let's say how much rent are you paying? Mm-hmm. And how like how much does go like how do I say this? Let's say you have this amount of money you get per month. What percentage goes into your rent? Mm -hmm. Does it make sense in proportion to how much you earn? Mm -hmm. How much do you have left? Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a lot of money left at the end of the month, if you've already paid rent, it's scary because how are you actually going to set up an emergency fund? Because you Mm -hmm. will have to use that
1: money just to live. Exactly, yeah. For me, being financially healthy means that you need to be economically secure to handle both expected bills and Mm -hmm. unexpected bills. That's literally for me what it is, because it means that you can actually afford to pay. So essential bills, like as you mentioned, Mm -hmm. rent, food, Mm -hmm. and you're just to like live, you know, but also unexpected bills that could come. I don't know. Yeah. Health bills. If you need to go to the doctor, your car, uh, you need to do repairs. Um, you need to call a plumber because you have water issues in your flat you, of course like yeah, anything unexpected but why would you actually want to budget? I think we mentioned it a bit it's basically just to reach your goals but also to for me it's really now I'm in a point where it's to avoid stress on, on certain times and, but it can be really anything I think And to be honest, I think budgeting is necessary to have an overview of your spending. How you spend.
0: It's kind of also a habit, right?
1: Yeah. Like what you spend on what, how much. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's knowledge that for me seems important to at least have a clue about. You don't need to to be aware of financial habits. Yeah. You don't need to go into the specifics, but maybe like a. Overview is kind of needed, in Mm -hmm. my
0: opinion. I agree. And you already mentioned that budgeting is also very great to kind of avoid stress in uncertain times, at least financially. Like uh, all the anxiety around the energy prices for the upcoming winter. Mm -hmm. I think everyone feels the anxiety because you see it on social media everywhere of people talking about how scared they are of, like, how expensive their energy bills will be like. So I think it's,
1: like, a shared anxiety. Yeah. I mean, now if you listen to conversation in the subway and things like this and the tram, you can hear people being super proud that they didn't turn on the heating yet. Yeah. It's like, we mentioned
0: it at dinner yesterday.
1: Yeah. It's like, I did not turn my heater on. Yes! Like, good job. I will wait until I'm basically... Freezing in my flats, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yes, I also haven't turned up my own, mine on yet. No, me neither. Also, because it was very warm in general.
0: Yes, unusually warm in November. Yeah, for sure. I mean, October. But. Cause it's just it's <laughs> recently started to be November. That's true. So, in a way, But how would you save or budget your money if you don't have a specific goal in mind? Because right now we've only talked about it's really good to budget if you have a goal or that you want to reach a certain goal. Well, in a way, I think just budgeting and becoming aware of your habits is a good way to go. But you can always have like an indirect goal that you want to achieve, even if that's like far into the future. Let's say you start working and you need to start thinking about your pension plan or life insurance and so on, or just to buy a house. You really need to kind of save money in advance and also monthly. So even though you might not benefit from it right now, I think it's a good thing to do, but it can also feel really weird because you just set aside this money monthly and then you were like, well, sometime in the future, this will come in handy, but right now I cannot benefit from it. Yeah. It feels kind of weird. But in a way, you might still benefit from it in the present time. Let's say for me, I if I set aside pension plan, I can put it in my tax form and I can
1: reduce my taxes. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's a bit tricky because, okay, we're not financial advisors, right? We have no, I, technically, a little idea of what we're doing, but not that much. And from what my dad says, the money you put aside and not use today loses value tomorrow. Yes. It's a concept that is so strange. I I don't... I mean, I understand it because of inflation and blah, blah, blah. But it's... I don't... It's just very complicated. I don't know. My brain went... And he's been saying this for a long time now. But my brain does not want to compute and connect all the dots. Are you scared? of connecting those dots. Not per se, but I'm just like, okay, but if that's the case, what do I do with my my saved money, you know? Yeah. I understand that. But you can do investments and things like this and we're not going to talk about no. this in our episode today, maybe just But I
0: feel like a lot of people are scared to talk about numbers and their financial situation.
1: Yeah. Um, maybe.
0: Yeah, so In a way, no one really talks about their financial situation, and I feel like people are actually scared to address it, even amongst friends. Do you feel the
1: same way or not? No, I don't. I actually, because I know that, and I feel like it's really something from the past that people didn't share how much they earn, and between friends, and it was always money is always kind of a taboo subject. I pushed myself and asking people because I'm like. If you don't want to share it, that's completely right, you know, you don't have to share it. But for my knowledge and how much I'm doing, how much I'm doing and how well or not well I'm doing, if I'm doing things wrong, I better know. And how will I know if I don't ask around? Exactly. So my friends are actually quite open about it. I ask them and I'm like, you don't have to answer if you don't want to and Mm -hmm. usually they're like no I don't mind at all here is how much I earn here's how Mm -hmm. much I pay rent here Mm -hmm. is and then we share yeah how much life costs where they live Mm -hmm. and it's actually very insightful and I don't directly compare with them because most of my friends live in different countries and different cities and we will touch up yeah on it a bit later but Where our situations are just not comparable, but for example, with my colleagues, the ones who started with me, I asked, we check our, like salary. Oh, really? Last time we literally had my sheet, my salary time sheet, sheet or my no, not my time sheet, my salary sheet open with uh, my colleagues' sheet open and compared line by line. Wow! Differences. Yeah. And like that's interesting. Why, like, oh, you have this in my, like, you have this less. Oh, yes, but actually this is normal because it's, oh. I have a company phone, you don't have it, so I have less money Like because it's being collected. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And we compare it and, yeah, we just check that everything is in order, that we earn the same because we started the same. I see. We check also with our male colleagues. Good job. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But I think this is something that is changing yes. because people are now really being more open about it that's
0: good i did not expect that no no because i always feel like people are like kind of too scared to talk about it because it's like a taboo subject Mm -hmm. at least with like work colleagues yeah they're more hesitant to share the exact number they earn Yeah,
1: yeah yeah maybe it's because they feel like they earn a lot or they're they i don't know actually why that's the case
0: yeah interesting
1: but i mean i think if it's with work colleagues that you share this kind of information obviously you start with someone that you really trust and that is at your level Mm -hmm. you don't need to know how much someone else who's not in your department not in your thing earns that you know Mm -hmm. i mean maybe to give you an idea of course and if you're interested in joining that department
0: so getting back to what we were talking about previously like what reason should you have in order to budget? And I t- kind of touched up on, like, having a long-term thing, like a pension plan, because it keeps you going. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think it also helps you keep on track. But in, in a way, it's still, it's, like, so far in the future that you don't directly benefit, it, benefit from it in the present moment. And your dad also said, like, the money you have today loses its value tomorrow. hmm it's kind of true, and you should not sh- like. Let's say you have savings money and you never use it; it's also not good.
1: Yeah, I think you definitely need to do something with your savings. Um, yeah, yeah, invested, uh, buy property. I don't, I don't, I don't know. What no, do it's that, like but
0: also to spend it on yourself.
1: Yeah, but
0: this like is also where into experiences, things yes. that you want to kind of. Uh, do in your life let's say you want to go on this fancy like travel yeah. journey to a country and of course you have savings and you should not spend all of your savings to travel but at least use some of the money that you do have to spend it on experiences okay. that you have on your bucket list
1: yeah. but and th- to
0: never not to never use it in the end
1: no, no, you're, you're completely correct. But this is where we are talking about different budgets. Yes. Because maybe we can step into how to budget and things like yes. this. But just before, I'm going to yeah. mention, like, you don't need to have a specific goal to budget, as you say. Mm. A goal could be going on holidays. You don't yeah. know when, you don't know where, but you know that you would like to go with your friends somewhere, Yeah. maybe the end of the year, or skiing holidays, or whatever, and that you'll need money to do that. So you can start today and be like, in four months,
0: yeah.
1: I will have the needed money and I won't have a huge hole in my yeah. budget because I need to take 300 euros yes. out of my this monthly salary in mm-hmm. order to pay for my holidays. Mm-hmm. But as you said, you need to use your money to have experiences and things like this. But this is different. I have different names for these types of budgets. Yeah, but I
0: feel like people just save money without like putting it into categories let's say mm-hmm. per month they have this amount of salary and they directly set aside a certain amount of money and they just categorize it okay this is for my savings account yeah and then you don't really have like okay this is amount of money is actually for my emergency fund and then the rest is for holidays or just like if i want to if i'm having a bad day and i want
1: to kind of go to the cinema or whatever yeah. I think, yeah. So for budgeting, I see it this way. I see it as you create two budgets. You create a budget that you spend, so a spending budget, mm-hmm. and you create a budget that you save, so a saving budget. Yes. But then, of course, you have categories within that budget. You need to open the book and look at the chapters. So with regards to savings, I have three different um, like chapters which is my emergency fund, my savings, and the last one is my sinking fund. Sinking fund? <laughs> yeah, but I, it's called sinking fund. It's not me inventing names, huh? But basically, a sinking fund is a fund you create where you save money for specific short-term projects or very specific goals okay. for expected
0: okay Um, so like
1: going on holidays exactly so going on holidays buying christmas presents oh yeah buying birthday gifts oh my god Um, christmas is coming (laughs) yeah Yeah. like if you know you want nice furniture for your flat Mm -hmm. this is it's money you put aside but you know you will spend on certain things yes emergency fund is money you set aside for unexpected bills. You need to go to the hospital. Hopefully, for that you have insurance. on huh? between brackets, but um, your car um, needs repair.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Your phone is broken, and you need a new one. Exactly. Anything that is unexpected could potentially come from your emergency mm-hmm. uh, funds. Technically, an emergency fund is also more like you lose your job. And yes. you are looking for something else and you need yeah, time and money to find something new. So you take that money from your emergency fund. And generally, this is why people say you need to have at least three months of your current net salary aside mm-hmm. to give you three months to find a new job. Exactly. And then savings. Well, savings is your savings, so pension. It's it's the money you house. W- house you want to invest. Yeah. In yourself. You don't when I say invest, it's very broad. Future. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But maybe then we can go into the how to create a budget for your yes. Like Please. Your spending budget. Please help me. <laughs> Please. I will help you. Let's start at the beginning you don't do anything no right now I don't do anything do you even have a, um, a broad budget with regards to your spending per month no so yourself let's say it's the first of the month your salary arrives yes what do you do right now nothing okay so it's just sitting there on your main yes. account okay that's good I mean that's that's good because that's easy to start yeah i mean i right now i don't do anything so what i would do is that to create a budget first you need to open your bank account and see what are the categories you're actually spending your money on so we are now in november yes open october yes in your banking and look at what are the yeah the different categories so for example for me i have um something i call home food that's the food that's the money i spend on food that i cook at home i have restaurants transport uh, wellness doctor i have a specific category for coffee and snacks because i spend a lot of my money on that um the cash so if i go take uh, like yeah money at the distributor right I have one for administration. I have one specific for alcohol, books. Yeah, that's kind of my... I have one for leisure as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the idea is to really just have a look at where most of your money go and create broad categories. So for sure, you will have one for food. Yes. And groceries. For sure, you will have one for cleaning supplies. I have it called cleaning stuff. <laughs> and s- most of the time in your banking apps, you can actually categorize them directly. So if you see um, the name of your like food shopping thing, it will automatically go into home food, for example. Yeah. But it really depends on banking apps.
0: So I'm now just seeing, I mean... I spent a lot of money on transportation because gas is expensive and I need to drive to work. Then I have like uh, an expense that was taken from my visa card because I have booked
1: some holidays. I'm writing it down if you hear me typing. So yeah. transport, and visa. And food. Food. you do like a uh, shopping for clothes or something? Any type of shopping? Yes, I did. Okay. So I have it called something like shopping.
0: Yeah. Okay. I see. Yeah, just
1: food. I mean, to be honest, when I open my bank statement, it's mostly food, 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 coffee, coffee. Food, food, no. restaurant, leisure, like a museum ticket or something like this. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I just see the icons. Sorts food, groceries, no. food, food, transportation, holidays.
1: Yeah. Okay. So once you have this, you. I think we have the main categories now. Obviously now it's a bit difficult to to do it in detail, but you can do that afterwards. You need to look at how much in total you spent in that category. Mm -hmm. So for example, let's say your shopping mall where you go do your shopping, it's called food shopping, I don't know. You open all these food shopping Mm -hmm. items and you say, okay, uh, in total, during the month, I spent 300 euros on food shopping. Not including restaurants. Actually, maybe including restaurants. It really depends on your like where you live and things like this. But you can see your total and you say, yes, my total on food shopping is more or less for for last month. You can be actually um, precise because you have everything. So
0: my transportation costs are very high this month. Mm-hmm. Or at least for October, but that's because I had to buy winter tires. Ah, yes.
1: So but it, winter tires come in another category, I think. You think so? I mean, it belongs to the car, so... Yeah, but they're an investment. But, so, I wouldn't take those into account because it's a one-off buy. You're not mm-hmm. going to buy winter tires every month. Okay. So if you open your transportation, for example, and you take out your tires, then you will have an idea on how much you spend per month. Because you're not going to buy winter tires next month. I hope so, not like... No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah.
0: I hope they don't break, but they should not. Yeah. So let me try again. No, my phone will not compute. Okay. It's like I exclude it,
1: but then my app crashes. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah, you need exactly. to include it. <laughs> exactly. So let's say you spend, I don't know, a hundred. I just put random numbers. So it's this minus this. Yeah, that's
0: three minus. So that's around 360 euros a month, I guess. That's Expensive. Because I have a lot of kilometers I need to drive. That is very true.
1: So 360. Yeah, it's expensive. Did you realize that it was that much? No. Did you think it was more or less?
0: No, I didn't have a feeling for it at all. Okay. It's just okay. I need gas in my car. I need gas
1: for my car. I mean, that's... (laughs) I cannot change the fact that I need gas. (laughs) No, that's very true. That's very true. Okay, and for example, let's take something else like a restaurant. Because I feel like restaurant is something you can control.
0: This. But I feel like it might not be completely representative because it's also including nightlife. And I went to some concerts. Ah. Yeah. So I feel like that's an even different category.
1: But is the ticket of the concert included or is yes. it just Yeah, okay, then it's then it's something else. Then it so goes into leisure. We, yeah. But now you're using the banking app as well. So it's a bit different because the banking app decides which category, like what goes into which category, which might not be exactly true because you're not using it. So mm-hmm. it, it assumes, you know. It's true. But Okay. So once you have, so you have your, you open your bank account, you see the categories, you write down the categories and then you calculate or you just check the boxes on how much money goes into what category. Once you did this, you basically create a spending budget with those categories. The point is not to restrict yourself, it's just to be informed right now Mm -hmm. of your spending habits. And you might be surprised or you just, yeah. For example, for transportation, obviously Sonia just needs gas in her car to go to work. So it's not something you really think of because, or you might be surprised of because, yeah, it's just something that needs to be done. Yeah. But, um, for example, on things you have more control, like restaurants, shopping for clothes, for example, or snacks. For me, it's coffee and snacks. I can really reduce my budget. I don't have to go for coffee and snacks every day. Not that I do that, but... voila. So now you have an idea of your categories and how much you spend per month. And basically what you need to do is either... You need a means to track your spending because now you need to make sure that every month you're more or less in that range, in that budget. Yes. What I do is that I use an app. You can use your like banking app if it's mm-hmm. good or not, and I think more most of the time when you start really using it, your banking app will recognize your spending and categorize it more and more in the right category. But I, my banking app is not that great. I also manage for some reason to block it in a way that it's just unusable for me. Okay, so. I use a, like a third-party app, which I can share here, which is called Toshl. It's like T-O-S-C-H-L or S-H-L. I'm not, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And I use it since I'm a student, basically. Oh, wow. So I've been using it for many years now, and it's great. I use the free version, and it does its job really well. And basically how I do it is that I have my categories. You can personalize it completely. And I have my categories in there. And then I, every time I take out my bank card to pay something, I also take out my phone. To uh,
0: it, like encode it in your system.
1: Yeah. So I pay and then I add it in my phone.
0: Yeah. Right after. I think if you get into the habit, I think at the beginning it sounds scary because you're like, wow, I really need to write down every single little thing I buy or spend my money on. So in the beginning, it sounds very scary. But I think if you get into the habit of doing it,
1: it's just one second and that's it. Exactly. And to be honest, if it's a a day where you work or something like a normal day, you're going to use your bank card maybe once or twice per day. Not that much. I, I don't even use it at work. Yeah, you, you probably don't use it at work or to buy maybe like lunch or something like this, which is easy because then you just sit down, you enter in your phone and that's it. Most of the time I bring lunch. Yeah, me too now. But it, like, and it's actually quite um, quite interesting because if you're indeed only using it once or twice, then you can go into challenges of like non-spending days. It's, it's Yes, yes. It's a thing where you just don't take your card out. Don't use cash.
0: Yeah.
1: Unless you really need it for food and... Food and gas and... Wow. I don't know, maybe you're sick and you need to go to the pharmacy. Exactly. But it's it's really interesting to do that. But the point is to really track it, track it, track it, track it, track it. I feel like I need to go on like a one month tracking.
0: Or at least I'm going to go look at my bank statements from the past month. Mm -hmm. then i see how much i spent that month just not caring about budgets or anything yeah then i see how much money i spend per category Mm -hmm. and then this month it's a new month Mm -hmm. it's a bit strange because i'm also going on holiday so it's a bit weird yeah but i can kind of become more aware of how much money i am currently spending Mm -hmm. and to minimize some of it because I then am aware of how much money I spent on each category the previous month. Yeah. And it's... It's l- like all these videos you see on YouTube. Like, how much money do I spend as a 25-year-old
1: millennial? Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what we're doing here. <laughs> but 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 yeah, and, and it really doesn't need to be restrictive. Right now, Like when, especially when you start budgeting, it's just a question of knowledge, information. Yes. It's... Afterwards, which I then call stage four, is once you have this, what do you actually can reduce or not? So, if now you have a specific goal, you know that in three months you're going on a holiday, let's say skiing trip, since we're in November, Mm -hmm. um, and you're like, okay, I need to go, I need to have money for that trip. I will now reduce my shopping uh for clothes uh-huh. shopping for clothes is definitely something you can reduce yes you can even have month where you don't spend anything on and i think we're not that much of uh, like spenders no but that's just to give you an example you know and then the next step which is like something that is totally not needed but i personally do it is that one per month when I receive my like salary, mm-hmm. that same day when I go home, I do several transfers. I pay my rent, I pay my loan. I... It's not done automatically for why me. Why not? Uh, why not? Because I'm going to change banks because I moved. Okay, I see. So I'm not going to do it automatically because, yeah, it's just... But once you've changed, you will do it automatically? Probably, but I actually like it because I don't have that much I need to do. Like, it's literally just my rent and my loan. You know? So, sitting in front of my laptop for five minutes doing two transfers doesn't take me much time. And it also allows me to actually do what I'm going to describe now, which is filling my Excel sheet. Okay. And you said before at the start of the episode that Excel did not work for you.
0: I just didn't stick to it but the thing is it's not I, that it wasn't useful i just didn't continue using it
1: yeah but i i, I use my app is number one and then i open my app and i fill in all the categories in my excel sheet that i have pre-built and so then i see okay i like i can show you i have it open on my laptop so this is 2022 let's okay. take yeah.
0: But this why is there sense. no information from January, February, March, April, May, June, July, and August?
1: Well, I started my work in August. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the the there is no income. So there is no... I was living off my loan. Okay. So let's take, for example, October, because that's the most uh, accurate month for me. I have my income for that month. Yes. So that's... After tax. Yes. Your net salary. My net salary. Then I have others. So this is reimbursement of people. Uh, if people owe me money and made me a transfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's actually other a, income. Just other income. And then I have a, a line for my total income. And then comes my monthly bills that I need to pay. So I have yeah. my rent, my charges, which is like electricity, water, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I have my loan, total fixed expense yes per month and then i have all my categories which i fill so i have yeah as i said like administration alcohol um car cleaning stuff cash coffee doctors home food leisures restaurant transport to name a few so i fill these categories in as you see some are blanks because i just didn't spend anything on, yeah. anything on that then i have a variable total expense
0: Mm-hmm.
1: great and then i have a line that says total expense, so I combine variable and fixed. Yes. And then I have a line that shows me how much of my salary that I earned this month did I spend.
0: So the percentage.
1: The percentage.
0: Hmm, nice.
1: And then I have my save, like I have a line that says savings, which is basically the entire amount that I did not spend. And then divided per categories, which I uh, included a percentage. On So, I have my sinking fund, emergency fund, and savings. So, for example, my sinking fund is 20% of my savings. Okay. And then, yeah, then it just lines per total and things like this. But then I know, okay, this month I spent X uh, percentage of my income, of my salary. And it gives you a broad idea. Um, Yeah. I really need to track everything because... If I take out my fixed total in percentage, because this uh inc- like it adapts yeah. to when I fill the Excel sheet, I already spend more than half of my salary.
0: And we're the 6th
1: of November. Yeah. So the other half I need to live off and then save. Yeah. And I earn more than most people. Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm a bit surprised, so my face is like,
1: what's going on? (laughs) Of course. I mean, we live in two different countries completely, and we don't do the same job at all, right? So
0: you've mentioned, like, this 50, 30, 20? Yeah. Why those specific numbers, and how do you decide on those numbers? You mean these numbers? Yeah, for your... No, this, because in our notes you mentioned different... Like a different method? Mm -hmm. Like how did you choose on these numbers based on your salary and what you have left
1: over at the month? Yeah, so my savings, I split them into 20, 30, 50 for my different uh, categories. So sinking, emergency and savings. And right now my financial goal is to actually put between three and six months of my salary aside to build my emergency funds. Yes. I want to build that like cushion, safety cushion. So basically, I just randomly allocated numbers, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. But my point is to quickly build this emergency fund. So the more money I put aside, the better. And the numbers I put in in our notes, it's the 50-30-30 rule, which is basically that you should spend 50% of your net income on needs and obligations. So it basically says rent and food so the the thing that you need to to do and the remaining money so what we are calling savings now should be split between 20% savings and 30% debt okay. so if you have a visa if you have mm-hmm. loans and things like this but i don't like this rule is honestly a bit bullshit because it Depends on when you live. Someone who lives in the middle of the city in the capital will not spend the same on rent that someone who lives outside in a smaller city. So it's really, yeah, it's really not the same. And to be honest, you should not focus on these percentages. You should just make your own thing, look at your own spending and And see what's doable for you. Exactly. Like, if I decided to p- pay this much for rent, it's because there is a reason. Yeah. Because I, like, prefer to live in a really good environment than being able to go out every night. Yes. Yeah, but maybe some, t- some people can have different priorities. Yeah, for sure. People prefer to socialize and meet their friends and do activities every other day than- and live in a smaller room than having a nice, mm-hmm. like, living space.
0: But I think we're on the same page here because like my living space is very important to me.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I think for us we're on the same. Yeah. I think we're definitely on the same page because we're the same type of people. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're both not the most social and outgoing person, so for us our living space is really important and thus we spend more on our rent yeah. Than, than, than yeah, going out. But yeah, to summarize, is just look at your bank account, create categories, use an app that you like, try an app as well. Maybe the app is not for you. And the question is just making it a habit and tracking it and having goals and talking to your bank advisor. That might also help to allow you to pay less taxes and things like that. Uh, yeah, I think that's kind of it.
0: So this is already the end of episode 10. We hope this episode was interesting, informative, and relatable for you, our listeners. Follow us on Instagram if you don't already, at Behind the Twenties. And again, don't hesitate to leave us a review. The song is by Ghost Reister, and it is called Mary Bay. See you next Wednesday for the next Coffee Break episode of the season, Embracing Change, of a Behind the Twenties podcast.
1: Yay! Yeah, that was fun.
0: Yeah, I really liked their competition. Me too. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye.